0: Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools, and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, Either through client work or personal experiences, or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome back. I always sing that at the start, don't I? Don't know why. Don't know why. How are we all? I am recording this today on Wednesday the 8th of March and it is International Women's Day and I'm not going to bang on about that in today's episode because it doesn't seem relevant because this won't be going out live till the following week anyway. But I just want to acknowledge it and I just want to say to all of you that are listening that are women, you are brilliant, you are amazing, keep going, keep doing what you're doing, keep showing up in all the ways that you're showing up because I promise you you're killing it even if you feel like you're not. Okay. So anyway, hope everyone's had a good week. This will be the last episode in this series. I am on series two, episode 10, this is, and I always take a little break after episode 10. 10 because it gives me opportunity to recharge, refresh and come back even bigger and better. So I'll be taking a couple of weeks more than likely, a couple of weeks off here just to, like I say, take a moment to myself and recharge. This is the last one in the second series and when I was pondering on what I was going to talk about with you today, the title of sorry seems to be the hardest word came into my head and I am going to go on to talk about that but I wanted to tell you a little bit about my day yesterday. So me and my family are experiencing a tricky situation right now. And I'm not going to go into details on that. But yesterday was a day of, well, I had my whole day set. Tuesday, it's currently Wednesday. Tuesday is a admin day. I'm always home on a Tuesday. I record the podcast in the morning. I get lots of my admin done. I create lots of stuff for my business on a Tuesday. And yesterday, something different came along. A curveball was thrown my way And I am also yesterday as of yesterday I was two days out from my period or when it was due. And I sat downstairs and my husband came in because he works in the room in the garden and said, Are you okay? I said I'm not okay actually. I'm a little bit off today. I'm aware that my body needs a little bit of TLC inside out. But actually, the telephone conversation I've just had with a member of my family has really thrown me off today. So I have the privilege to be able to down tools and step away and just give myself what my body needs. Now, I am somebody that doesn't find it easy to cry. I am an extremely private crier. I don't like crying in front of anybody. If you've seen me cry, you are one of the very small minority that has got to see that. Not that it's a privilege or anything. I mean, whatever. But I don't find it easy to cry in public. When I met my husband, one of the reasons I knew he was a keeper is because I cried in front of him regularly and I felt safe to do so. I I said to him, once you're like the floodgates, you've opened them. And at that time I cried a lot, but it's not something I do easily. It's not something I gift myself a lot, but I am getting a lot better at it. And I recognized yesterday that I needed to have a release and I was fighting it as I always do because lifetime layers have told me not to cry in public. You don't cry in public. You you know, you hide your emotions, Steph, you're strong, you're strong, you're strong, you're strong. strong. I've said many times, I've, I work really hard on understanding myself and understanding why I do the things I do. So I recognize that this is a struggle for me. But at the same time, I'm kind and compassionate with myself to know that this is something that's really conditioned into me. And I am working to be more aware of that. But it's still an environment that I need to feel safe in, in order for me to have that emotional release. So what did I do yesterday? I had a deliberate cry. Now, what I mean by that is, is I created an environment that was safe for me to do that. And that also meant what I brought into that environment, which was complete honesty here. I went on TikTok and watched animal videos. Or have you ever watched those surprise reunions? There was loads of them maybe last year particularly with family members that were estranged because of COVID and because of borders being shut. And it was like people that had emigrated to Australia were coming back and seeing their family after two years or soldiers coming back from being out stationed in other countries, you know, war-torn countries and stuff. And they were surprising their families or surprising their children with showing back up again. They always set me off. They always set me off. So... I would watch a video like that. I'd watch a series of videos like that, which would allow my my reflex to fight tears to come down in a safe environment. And I would be allowed to have that emotional release because having a good cry is just so therapeutic, right? It just kind of lets that pressure that just releases so much pressure. I fight it so hard. I really, really do. As I say, I'm aware I'm doing it. And in many cases, it's not a problem because I will take myself into a safe environment to have the release I need. But yesterday was very much one of those situations where I was ready to have my period. I'd had a difficult conversation with a family member and I needed to be able to have a release. So I had a good old fashioned deliberate cry yesterday. And it really, really helped. My husband knows me so well that he gives me the space to be able to do that. He also knows when to come back in and say, you feeling okay? Do you need anything? Can I make you a coffee? Can I get you some chocolate? That's what he does best. So that was my day yesterday. But it does lead me back into, sorry, seems to be the hardest word because actually this comes back to conditioning again and the way that we are programmed and how we move through the world sorry is a word that often has very little meaning to many and to others has so much meaning and language is a passion of mine as you will know and how we use language is really really interesting to me and how we learn about these words we can all look through the dictionary we can all read different words and look at the translations and what words mean and what don't but how a person uses them will be very very different and I know I've said this in past episodes as well but there are quite a few words that many of us will have different meanings to the way that we articulate those words the meaning the emotion the feeling that we give to those words will be different and sorry's one of those If you have never learned to use the word or you've been raised to overuse the word, just say sorry and everything will be fine. You know, say sorry. Just say sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, you know, there's there's very little meaning behind that. Or there's that, oh, for goodness sake, I said sorry. Now just get over that. Or you may have been raised in an environment where sorry was never. That vulnerability of saying that you did something wrong, that you was wrong and you caused pain to another person unintentionally can seem like such a place of vulnerability that it's not, I'm not going there, I'm never going to admit I'm wrong. You know, we'll all know somebody that we have in our lives that has an inability to admit when they maybe have got it wrong. And an apology would go a long way to helping heal from that experience or make amends or just make it feel better and it's how we learn those words it's the way that those words are shown to us through behavior how our parents or caregivers or guardians move through the world as little people we're just absorbing all of the time you know, I have worked with clients that don't use the word sorry. They don't like the word. They don't understand the word. They think the word puts them in a really vulnerable position. You know, it's not going to roll off their tongue with ease. And other people find it really easy to just go, do you know what, hands up, I was wrong and I'm so sorry. It also can feel like an admission of that you've done something wrong when actually you do still stand by your action. And I'll give you an example of that. It could be that you are in conflict with somebody that you care about. You stand by what you said or what you did, as in the action. So let's just say you decided to remove yourself from that relationship and they are extremely hurt by that. And you have a conversation with them and you don't actually want to cause them any pain. The reason you have moved yourself away from that relationship is because it's not working for you anymore. But yet you don't want to cause any pain to them. You have no bad feelings. It's just you come to a place of acceptance that that relationship is no longer for you. It's not a reciprocal relationship. It's no longer serving you. But you wish no malice. You don't want to see them in any pain or hurt them. And I found myself in a situation like this in the past And whilst I had no bad feeling at all, I just realised we'd come to the end. I mean, what's the saying? Reason, season, lifetime. I realised that we'd come to the end. It was our season had come to the end. And I didn't want any bad feeling towards this person. We had an awful lot of good times together, but it had come to the end. And the act of me enforcing that boundary caused her to feel pain. And we got into a dialogue after that in which she said things like it really hurt that you did that I'm really upset with you because you did that and in that moment I chose to say intentionally I stand by my decision I stand by what I needed to do but for causing you any pain I am sorry I never meant to cause you any pain that was not my intention however I still stand by my decision and I will still be standing by my decision saying sorry in that instance wasn't to make it right it was to apologize for any pain that I'd caused however I still stood by that action so sorry is a really interesting word and it's not one that is easy for many of us to say you know actually admitting you're wrong Can sometimes be a bit like, oh God, I really, really kind of fought hard for that and I was wrong. Saying that does place you in a position of vulnerability to admit that you're wrong. And most of us don't like being wrong. Let's just be honest about that. But I think being able to say sorry with authenticity, with meaning, and what I mean by that is you actually meaning it, being authentic in your sincerity is a superpower throwing your hands up and saying i got that really wrong i am sorry is a strength it's not vulnerable at all but then let's we could dissect the word vulnerability as well i'm not going to do that today but i would i would suggest that you kind of dig into some of these words and think about what they mean to you But sorry is an interesting one. It comes back to our conditioning. It comes back to our lifetime experience. It comes back to the education around that word and being able to explore the meaning behind these words. Another one is love. You know, love is a word that generationally people didn't use a lot. You know, generalising here, but many men of older generations would have struggled to use that word. Typically, women find it easier to use that word. That is changing, thankfully. But again, lots of people will say, "Oh, you know, you know how I feel about you." Or I don't have to tell you I love you all the time for you to know that I love you. And when we think about the language of love, the five languages of love, for some people, it's really important for them to hear that word. It's really important to them, and it's not because they feel unloved. It's just really important to them. It's a language that it's one of their love languages. think about the word love as well and how it showed up in your lifetime how it's been used how you how you see the word is it something you say with ease is it something that's really difficult for you to say I mean you know in our first relationships that we have who says who says the l word first can always be a bit tricky because are they going to say it back it's I love you thank you very much you know there's that awkward moment but you know there is strength in showing your emotions there's strength in being vulnerable but for many of us, that's not something that we do lightly. So I could do about a two hour episode on words and their meaning, because like I say, it's not just the case of looking in the Oxford Dictionary and looking for the literal translation. It's also about looking for the emotional translation. What does that person mean? And what am I hearing? And effective communication always comes back to, what did you hear? As opposed to what they were trying to say. And as the communicator, It is our responsibility to ensure that we are understood. So if I'm saying something to you and you're not understanding that, it's my responsibility to look at another way of communicating that so that you do understand. Obviously, some people refuse to ever understand another person's use of language and perspective. But in the main... As communicators, ensuring that we're understood in the context that we are delivering is really, really important for effective communication. It just opens up a really interesting conversation, doesn't it? When we start thinking about what does that person mean by that word, though, because what I heard was, is that what they meant? And it can be a really great jumping off point if you're in a kind of constructive conflict situation or a destructive conflict situation. And you go, hang on, pause there a minute. Let me just tell you what I heard from the words that you just used. Is that what you meant before we go forwards? Because if it is what you meant, we're going down a different road. But I appreciate that I might not be understanding the choice of language that you're using right now. So can you please explain what you mean by that? That can be a really good point of creating an opportunity for deeper understanding from a communication perspective anyway i'm going to leave that there and just for today think about the words you use think about the message behind them and are you truly being heard in a way that you desire by people that you care about is there ever opportunities where there's miscommunication lost in translation happening and how could you potentially correct that how could you potentially open up ways of communicating more effectively with you so i'll speak to you in a couple of weeks it's lovely to have you join me on this journey as always i will mention again here the whatsapp group this beautiful free whatsapp community the just for today community it's a thriving community and today we are talking about international women's day we're all celebrating each other yesterday we were looking at self-care because i shared in the group that i needed to do some inside out work yesterday and we had a moment of sharing how we were going to look after ourselves yesterday. What self-care was we going to show to ourselves yesterday? So it is a beautiful group. It is vibrant. Not everybody contributes. You are okay to come over and lurk and just listen and be part of the space without having to contribute. It's a completely free space to do that as well. So as always, I am going to pop the link in the show notes. Have a fabulous couple of weeks, lovely people, and I will see you on the other side. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into. And you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses. See what you see. Hear what you hear. Feel what you feel. And really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.